0: On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening. And enjoy.
1: There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks.
0: The jacket's about to have to come off because
1: I have a feeling this segment
0: today, this show is going to be fire. The two topics we got today, we were all getting really kind of, um, yeah. the, the, the levels, the volume levels got really elevated really, really fast in here, so better better hang on and get ready for this one. It's going to be interesting. We got Zach and Josh in the house. <laughs> hey. Hello, sir. He, he, What's look, up? J- Josh figured out his Good microphone. Good job, Josh. It's great. And, <laughs> well done. And, and, and we got Joel go back for hey, another everybody. week as a guest guest on the show.
2: Glad to be here. A lot um, of
0: fun, and and I wasn't kidding. The jacket's is really coming off because it is. Oh man!
1: It oh, is, gosh. It, it is. It is kind of hot. Our viewers on YouTube get something to say. Check this out. Brown
0: chicken, brown.
2: You know, I was going to do that. He. Hey, I listen. Chose listen, when, not... you, when
0: you edit this show, you have to yeah. you have to get a little music going with that. I got a little something going. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That'll be funny. Um, so, how was everybody's week? I was all right. How, how was yours? Mom's great. Mine yeah. was great. Yeah, we got. I'm. We're getting past the. The first part of January is always a a grind because there's tons of meetings and tons of kickoff stuff, and it's all behind us. And so uh, now it's just time to actually just go sell. I know know last
1: time we introed the show, you uh, started with a a, a farmhouse song. Oh, I got many. I was going to say, how how are those going? You still got a bunch of those rattling around? Oh, yeah.
0: I got them all memorized. I mean, (laughs) that's all we do all day is play about... And welcome to our learning house. We have much to <laughs> show you. Yeah. I can sing all of them clear as day.
2: Why that is it when I'm trying to think of a, a kid song, I'm thinking there's so much drama in the LBC, you know? <laughs> that, that doesn't make a lot <laughs> yeah, of sense. Yeah, no, but, but my yeah. Yeah, now, so I might just be telling them myself. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh. Your kids are sitting there rapping at, at like two, which is okay. It's good. I like rap.
2: You can beatbox. Um, oh can yeah.
0: So we gotta we gotta get to these segments, especially this first one too. Is gonna be, I mean, they're both gonna be good, but it's gonna be fire today. So you better you better <laughs> better hold on to your britches, everybody, as
2: we yeah, say in these sections. They call in. them britches.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Please keep all hands inside the vehicle. Yes. The first headline, can landlords change the rules in mid-lease? We got this, art- this-, we got this from our man Joel over hey, here. What's yeah, up? first yeah. article on the show. It's a big step. Hey. Uh, the question is, I guess the, really the story is, in the spring of 2014, a news story about a landlord in California garnered a lot of attention. Landlords had sent tenants a notice that each said tenant needed to prove that their income was at or above a certain amount and have a certain credit score or else they'd have to move out i
0: mid-lease
1: mid-lease i yep. live in an apartment right I, i've rented before I, I coming out of college is something i've been doing i need to move into a place we talked about that on our show once i know he's got his arms <laughs> up like I what are you doing you have a duplex by now but it's true but uh <laughs> i'm gonna find you one please do honestly I'm like, I'm so on, yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> you we should talk about this off I the am. air uh, as far as uh, r- income goes, oftentimes at certain apartment complexes, you have to say, hey, here's how much I make. Provide a couple of pay steps just so they know you've right. got income coming in. You can mm-hmm. con- continue to pay the rent. There's nothing wrong with that. This is a story of a tenant say, "Like checking in mid-lease without any notice as far as I Correct. understand, saying, hey, uh, you better be making that. And if you're not, you're out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that. And, and the kicker here is is the – Changing the rules midstream, right?
2: That's that's um, the whole point, it, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it talking about with it, with the jobs and with it, home and stuff. And I thought Josh had a really good um, uh, little kind of a, a quick story on a work environment of it. I think you need to tell him.
3: Oh, I was talking about like when you change your perceptions of what you think you're getting into. Yeah, and I've had friends before that have had jobs, and uh, maybe right out of college, did a job as a receptionist, and then during that job. They realized, you know what, I have a college degree, and the gratitude they had for having employment kind of went away, and now it was the, like, the, the anger they had about answering phones and sending emails and getting coffee and those kind of things when they have a college degree. And so my question to them always was, well, what changed? Like, did you not Did you know, know you were getting that? Yeah. yeah. Is this not the job that you signed up for? Did they not have a clear, you know, order of like what your responsibilities were? I bet and they those did. Kind of, and they did. <laughs> but again, your perception of what you thought had changed. That gratitude went away, and that's when you know you get anger.
0: And I guarantee that type of person, for instance, um, you know, that thing is they don't just become unhappy with their job; they typically become poison to everybody and everyone around. They typically. Um, if somebody else is happy, they're going to be miserable for too long because they're going to make everybody miserable when they knew the rules that they signed up for. Right. And see, I got different examples of that. For instance, I've hired an an assistant who had a college degree and all this and started off an assistant with me and uh, was super good, super positive, went above and beyond. And next thing you know, they got a a role within two years. that was double that pay and and more responsibility to move up through everything. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not impossible, but guess what? That
2: person wasn't. They were not a negative Nancy. And they weren't poisoned. They were grateful. And they probably didn't hang around people that were that way. Too. Absolutely. These seething, angry people, you know, the mindset of, of uh, woe is me, it's everyone against me versus I, ha- I can control my own destiny. But it's what do you out- got
0: around some of the changing rules mid-game?
2: <sighs> I go personal with that. Yeah. Because I think in all fairness, this is. I'm sharing this, this is funny. So my mom used to say, Joel, if you ever marry a lady and you're – I'm just going to throw a number. I'm 200 pounds and I'm 260. She's like, I don't think that's fair. You (laughs) sold them a bill of goods. Like it is your job as a spouse to make sure you're maintaining what you sold them.
0: Yeah. Right. So what you're saying is, if you married him at 200, then all of a sudden you Joshua, got to 200. Hey, 200 I'm not trying to throw
2: sticks at anybody. <laughs> yeah. But you get you get the idea. It's just an illustration. It's just an illustration. Yeah. But you think about it, like if I married my wife. Now here I'm very fortunate. I married my wife <laughs> when when we met. I was broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had nothing. So I knew like when she said, "No, I think I think you're gonna be back." I thought she was crazy as anything. But but she knew that I would do it again. She knew I would go as hard and as fast as I could to get where we needed to go, and she supported me. Now, if I if I said, ah, you know, I think I'm just gonna relax, we wouldn't be together because my wife didn't meet somebody that was sorry and lazy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's one thing if you have a if you have a, a set standard that you live by or that you're selling to your spouse or even even at your work. But you
0: would say though too though. I mean, see, I can argue both sides because I, I believe can. the rules need. You know, if you know what you're signing up for, you you got it. But then you know, especially in a marriage, I look at mm-hmm. it and go. We, you that's a lifetime. You're gonna evolve, so Absolutely. you gotta have and
2: flow with but, it. But but you had a key word there, evolve. Yes, both
0: parties evolve.
2: Correct. Yes, but in in that situation, if it's but don't a,
0: be upset that if all of a sudden you can't just get um you know if you got somebody who's a risk who's a who was a um, a risk taker that all of a sudden is not and you're getting upset real quick, mm-hmm. you gotta understand, give it time. That's evolved. If they grow right? into
2: it, that's that's one thing.
0: But but, I, but even in in the work world, we talk about a lot with with rules that that change. You gotta you know I think it's always that. If you can, if you think about it, and you're getting unhappy or any of those things, you got to look back and go, "Look, what did I sign up for?" Right? How, how did I take this accountability myself? Mm-hmm. Right? And and that um, you know, stop trying to change the rules mid-game. If you sign on for something, don't all of a sudden. Um, well, and here's what happens though is. They'll try to figure out rules that changed on them to justify it.
2: Or you could even see it in sports the past few years. Yep. What rules changed on the gridiron? Yep. A little tiny rule that people hate the rule, but it's the rule. At least everybody plays by the rule, right? Yep. So you know the rule. Yep. You got a couple options. If I'm if I'm in sports and I'm coaching or I'm playing and I don't like the rule, guess what? There's always soccer. Yep. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> very true. You may not like it. What are you going to do? Are you going to ruin your entire career? Yep. You're going to, you know, it's, it's. I heard a... a yeah, you
0: have the ego and keep getting fined and taking right. money or just well, go by the rules. What's role? the point? Yeah.
2: So I, I saw this uh, this meme, whatever the heck that means, I don't know, but I saw a meme and it basically said if, if you uh, have a setback and you just throw your hands in there and say, I'm just tired of this. It's like uh, you you have one flat tire and you just decide to go flat in the other four for general purposes. Yeah, yeah. It makes
0: no sense. Yeah, that's true. It so doesn't. So
2: change the rules. Yeah. Get the spare. Go somewhere else. You don't like the car. You don't like what it came with. Buy a different car. Yep. But it's not immediate.
0: Yeah, it's, and, and you can't change the rules in your current situation. No. And, and I can tell you this, the quickest ways for those rules not to change on you is to be a negative Nancy
2: and a poison around everything, and to be ungrateful for what you have. I think it, he said it right. Yeah, is the gratefulness that she had a job. Yes, you know, you signed up for it. You said yes. She signed up
0: were, for it because she couldn't find a job. Right, and then you were degree. thankful.
2: And how many people? I have so many employers that I've talked to. They said we people can't get jobs. They come get hired here as hotel industry. They come get hired here, and within six months they have another job. Yeah, right. It's take one launch. Yep, you know, launch, but do it the very best you can. She had a great culture, great people. Mm-hmm. But just launch, and and I think his thing is is perfect. You got to be grateful for where you are. You've got to you got to, yeah. It's going to suck. Yes, <laughs> it does. But that again, sometimes. it was like
0: my my example is that I had somebody that took that job, and it progressed their career exactly because they were super positive. They were grateful for it, and they 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 were not entitled.
2: That is a a very very key word. Yeah. Not entitled. I'm, I'm owed something, and reality is you're not owed any. You're not even owed a breath. So.
0: But what about one of the ones that, that will try to justify the rules that have been changed on them to be okay with changing the rules?
2: You know, how many, that's what they do. Or, or like the landlord. Yeah. Here were my rules, and somehow financially, I didn't do a good business deal. Somehow financially, I'm getting stuck here. I screwed here. up. I screwed up, so now I'm just going to put it on the people who live in my, in, mm-hmm. in my units.
0: And in my opinion, that'll come back to that person.
2: Oh, it absolutely. No. Will.
0: You made a mistake. You got to own it. Mm-hmm. You got to own that. Oh, I mean, yeah. It may be a big financial but you're on your mistake and not do it again. It's See, very he simple. could
2: have said, Hey, coming up in the next year, by this particular date, we're this is have going some to happen just so you know so such. And such. such. Yeah.
0: Go ahead and start looking if you ain't gonna be able to afford it, but this is what's changing. Yeah. Okay, and that's fair.
2: Hey, by the way, I need it by the end but of the week. Word, out. But now his but right. now his word is worth nothing. <laughs> no, now nothing his word whatsoever. should
0: be worth nothing. And I you know what I want to challenge everybody with is let's get back to a place where word means something. Where that keeping would be awesome. your word actually means more than what your credit score is keeping your word means more than what your bank account is go back to the old days where you know what i I can go i can look at that man or woman that i I can look you know that that you should be that person that people go look if you do business with that man or woman they keep their word that should be one of the top priorities i mean i'm gonna instill that in my daughter Mm -hmm. that keeping her word should be one of her top priorities it's important, it's imperative to do what you say you're going to do because when you do what you say you're going to do, your confidence is built in yourself. You know, as a podcast earlier, told me, you do what you say you're going to do, you keep the promises to yourself, yeah, it's funny, and your you confidence starts coming up. And so, you know, let, let's take this into it, this world. Do what you say you're going to, keep the promise to yourself, and then you keep the word to the people and stop trying to change the rules. We'll be back in a minute. We'll come to the second segment of the second shot. And I promise you, it even gets better next. <laughs>
2: oh, it does. It gets way better. <laughs>
1: He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN.
0: Ignorance on Fire A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at Audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com. You can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Ready? Aim.
1: Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on
0: RNCN. So we're going to have to do something a little different uh, because as everybody's fully aware, I'm not the best wordsmith in the world. Uh, During this segment, there's a name that I cannot pronounce. What I'm going to do is is I'll just maybe talk midstream, and then I'm just going to point at Zach, and you'll just hear Zach come in with the word, because <laughs> Zach's much smarter, and he can say it well, uh, <clears throat> because I can't I can't pronounce this at all. Believe it or not, I took a semester of Japanese <laughs> in college. Really? One,
1: one semester, and then I immediately switched to Spanish. That's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a feeling in Texas. I made, I made a B. I didn't fail. I worked hard. I made it happen. But, yeah, it's too much for me. Anyway, the headline for this segment is... Bitcoin drops below $10,000, $30 billion value wiped in a day as cryptocurrency sell-off deepens. Cryptocurrency,
0: not something we've covered on this show before. Nope. And Heath is very anxious to
1: talk about it. (laughs) So
0: just to give you, there's a lot of you probably trying to understand um, um, cryptocurrency. Understand this, the dollar bill you have in your hand... Works the exact same way as a Bitcoin does if people take it, right? This dollar bill, this is a faith-based deal, right? Like, like if, if the government decided tomorrow to wipe out <laughs> to wipe out every single uh, piece of dollar and say that, say that the dollar bills are worth nothing anymore, that money's worth nothing. Right, correct. But the government's the one who makes that decision. So it's all faith-based. Same thing with cryptocurrency, except for uh, – now, except – well – a, a little minor detail is that everybody in the world takes our money. Right. Not everybody will take cryptocurrency, right. which basically nobody does. I think you can order pizza with it or something right now. Um, But... It's a lot of pizza. O- Overstock.com.
1: There, accepts Bitcoin. The the person, really?
0: Yeah. That's it. That's the only one. The person who created uh, Bitcoin... Satoshi Nakamoto. That's the part where <laughs> Zach's going to come in Got on because obviously yeah. that's something I can't say. <laughs> he is a figment of everybody's imagination. Nobody knows who he is. And so obviously he created a blockchain type thing that could... Trade it to where, I mean, it's no different than back in the day whenever there was, say, nothing but gold, silver, and stuff that people go to market and they would trade gold, silver, they would trade food, furs. they would trade furs, they trade whatever they could, and that was all currency, okay? Mm-hmm. So this Bitcoin is the same similar deal. Um, and so people who are really into the Bitcoin um, originally is, is because they're tired of the government, which the government and the financial crisis in the last recession, I agree, um, they let us all down, okay? They, 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 there's a lot of people who should, go, who should be in jail right now, I believe, with it all. I get it. Um, but, and these other people saying, I want somewhere nobody controls it. It's just us, instead of so these people, these bankers can't do whatever. So, great. Somebody who nobody knows who it is created some kind of system somewhere that y'all got some mythical stuff getting <laughs> traded around somewhere. Mythical. Um, and you trust that. Now, now, I'm not saying I trust our government fully. Right, but I do trust this. They deep, have a
2: track record. This gentleman does not have one
0: hundred percent. Yes,
2: it and, may be a bad one, but it and, is a track record. And short.
0: a small detail is everybody takes this right now, right? Like, like that's the biggest thing. Like everybody's going, oh, I'm worth ten million dollars because I got these Bitcoin. Who the hell's going to buy them? Like, what are you going to go buy? You, you find somebody who's going to take that ten million dollars worth of Bitcoin. But what
2: you're talking about? If I have ten million dollars worth of Bitcoin, and like the the title, I mean, it's it's losing.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going it's down right now, big time. But so
2: that's why they have to attach suicide hotlines to these things. They got suicide I mean, really hotlines. Right. They have suicide hotlines because people all in on something they didn't know everything about. Well, it had like a meteoric rise in November. It yeah. got real big. And oh I'm yeah. We're seeing it massive. on
1: yeah money, CNN sites, whatever. Like yeah, everybody was talking about Bitcoin. Now it's starting to slide off. Like everything does. Yeah, it goes mm-hmm. up. It goes down. Chips are up. Chips are down. So yeah, we end up with these, this position where people are like, "Oh, I'm losing everything." In this in this. Uh, Digital imaginary currency that isn't a real
0: tangible thing you can't right. hold it in your hand now I, I want to under I want everybody to understand something do i not do I think that this could be um just as traded as our dollar bills one day hey I actually think it's a possibility sure I, I think it's too. a possibility at one point or another that this could be I don't know how long that's gonna take um i'm not I don't have any of my money in it and and I'm not going to um because I don't know who this Satoshi Nakamoto, guy yeah. is, um, <laughs> and somebody's got to have a plug somewhere that can pull a chain on all these things. I don't understand it enough to do it, and so I go back to this: is scared money don't make money. And so when people will ask me about investing and stuff, and where do you go with it, I'm gonna tell you: I made my money in the insurance business. I started selling insurance, and I did well at that. I learned real estate, really simple things, which is buying a home that I could afford to pay for that people would want to rent out, that it would make a profit. It was a very simple thing for me to grasp. I learned it, and that's where I put it in. And that built me up a lot of wealth, insurance and my real estate. Um, I, since then, I have invested into uh, like a restaurant and a bar, right? Mm-hmm. Now, understand this is the money I put into that, the restaurant and bar is probably the most volatile business in the world. Yep. 100% not a safe investment. But the money I invested in it, I was 100% okay with losing. I had zero fear tied to that money that I put in it. I looked at it as an education I wanted to learn. And if it made it, great. If it didn't, I wasn't going broke. Right. It happens to be doing very well. I got lucky. I got a right person there. He does awesome. And they run it. It's awesome. I, don't, I still, I'm learning a lot about it, but scared money don't make money. Well, you know, Don't go invest all your life savings in something
2: you can't understand. Well, you, that's a key point. So I've talked to a few people, investors, you know, I'm looking at business opportunities. I'm talking to guys. And the consistent theme that I heard was, hey, it sounds like you're excited about this idea. Here's what I know, and I'm going to stick to what I know. Yes. So it doesn't mean that you can't go be creative, but you got to learn a lot. before. You, and none of these guys, if they ventured, I mean the smart ones, if they ventured into Bitcoin, they didn't put their entire life savings in there.
0: I guarantee some idiots did. Well, well of do, course. That's why shouldn't I, shouldn't that's shouldn't are that ever, hard. right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, for sure. There's, yeah.
2: A, there's an argument to that, too, and that is if you're educated enough, it's not as risky as you think it is. I guess. It's when you don't know something that it's risky. Yes, yeah. that's true. Right? So – So this is new. So for those, like I I think to your point, those that who can give some money and say, I'm not scared of this, if I lose it, I'm okay. Those are the people that are going to make that thing go. Right. It's not going to be the people who need the suicide hotline who said this is the greatest thing because it came up. Oh, I got in too late. I missed it. So let me leverage everything I got. But
0: sure. if you're going to go all in on something, you better be the one making it happen, right? So if I was going to go right. all in on that bar, that would be my full-time job. I would be there hustling well, Kind all of like, up. Well, kind of like our myself. career. Yes.
2: The reason I made it, I didn't know everything about it, but I, I knew I could control the outcome. And you I just went had all in. And I went all in. Of, of my time, of my effort, not of my...
0: And every I, bit of money you had. And yeah, every bit you of money upload, I had. Yeah.
2: But I knew I could, con- I could yeah. control it. If right. it failed, it's my fault.
0: You
1: Entrepreneurship people think it's a free fall. It's not. No. no. You can control your descent. You That's, yes. the yes. Yes. That's the difference. Yeah. Yes.
0: Whereas this like, is if a little bit more... If you know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. You got to know yourself. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so the kicker is, is that when I look at it all, I get people that will ask a lot about all these different investment things. They want to get... A, look... Um, a restaurant and a bar is not something I would tell somebody to go jump off in, unless you know a lot about the restaurant business. It is the most volatile. It's a risky business. Is there an upside? Yes. But, but I wouldn't have done it if the money that I put in it, I wasn't willing to be okay with losing. Um, you need to start out in, in those areas that you know and see. Like, oh, go, well, I don't want to miss the Bitcoin credit. You know what? Miss it.
2: If, there you, be if another you don't one.
0: have the wealth built up and you don't have one. the money, do, you need to miss it. Right. You need to go to the focus on what it is. Look. I had no, I, I, I barely graduated high school. I, I mean, hell, I can still barely, barely read and write today. Um, <laughs> you know what I started doing? Looking at Zillow's, realtor.com, studying a little market, figuring out how much that house sold for to how much they rent for. There's a little common sense, a thing called Google. And I said, oh, I'm going to buy this $40,000 house, put 20 grand in it, because I can afford to do that. I can pay for it. And then it would rent out for $850 a month. Boom, I did that first one. And guess what? I learned a lot. Next one I did. It took time. 10, 10, 11 years well, of the, overdoing the this. The time
2: thing. So I wonder how many people who invest in the Bitcoin and are having to use this hotline. How many of them were the ones that were looking for the sure thing, the silver bullet, the magic that could get them to where get they, rich quick. Like skip all the mm. things like these people that are wealthier have made it any degree of success. You could be in our business and yes. you're a great appointment setter. Well, you stunk at setting appointments at some point. There yes. wasn't this, oh, I just happened to magically be able to learn what to say, how to say it, be credible in the marketplace, and set a whole bunch. I mean, there's if no If it wasn't skip. for that journey. Right. There's no way to skip it. You're not good until you mess up. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of people, I mean, to me, that's the one of the biggest lessons is there's not a shortcut. Yeah. It sounds great. Oh, I'm going to miss this. I mean, I've done it as a kid. You know, you go, oh, man, mom, if I just did this, there'll be another one. Yeah. But this is the best truck, mom. I could go hop. I could... There's I, can, always I can afford a $300 a month. I couldn't afford a hundred bucks at the time. I yeah. could afford 300 bucks. I'll figure it out. Yeah. No, you will destroy yourself. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and I just remember mom, mom, you know, she'd say, son, you don't need it yet. Slow down. And I think that advice, especially in the success principles, slow down.
0: And 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 I'm telling you, this is preaching to myself. I am the king of shiny object, object syndrome. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I went through a part of a three, four year period. That if I could get back all the money that that I lost on all these deals, I was going to be the next venture capitalist of the world, right? Right. And I realized after losing on those all of those smart. deals, none of them working out for me, that holy shit, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to lose any more money anymore. I'm going to stick to what I know. What gave me the money to do that is insurance and real estate. I'm going back to that. I'm going and back to my basics.
2: And doesn't mean you can't learn something new. No, I but just... But you have to learn first. I can
0: learn. I've, I've learned a lot more now because right. I lost a lot in that area. Yeah. I mean, it was oh, kind yeah. of a big... I mean, it was a very hard learning uh, pain period. So I would tell you guys that I'm not hating on Bitcoin. I'm not saying that. I think it's a complete joke. Um, I, I think it's laughable right now um, that so many getting into it. And, and I think it's a long ways from being... Um, something that is is, as real intangible as is what our dollar is um and you know but i will say if you have money that ain't scared money heck go throw it in if you want to not? but if you got money that you can't stand to lose i would not be putting my money into any well i don't care if you can lose it or not if you can't understand it don't invest it right stick to the basics learn one thing Invest your money in that, whether it's you want to learn stocks or you want to learn real estate. Get some of the basic things you can touch and feel before you still start getting crazy. Scared money, don't make money. No uh, hey, say his name one more time. Zach. Toshi Nakamoto. That was good. You were on point, too. So we're going to be right it. back yeah. for that third segment of Second Shot.
1: <laughs> now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come.
0: Hear ye, hear ye. Great news for all of you guys. Colonial Life is hiring some salespeople from all over the country. No matter where you are in the United States of America, if you're looking for a sales career, if you want to just learn more about what Colonial Life does, send an email to mbeltran at coloniallife.com. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at coloniallife.com. We'll get you set up with the right people you need to talk to and see if maybe if you're going to win that job. If you're in the Metroplex area, great. If you're in St. Louis, great. We're going to have office there for you. M-B-E-L-T-R-A-N at coloniallife.com and change your career today. Kick off your boots
1: or suit up. The choice
0: is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. All right, so we're back here at the third segment. We're going to kind of carry the investment um, talk on to the third segment since we don't have any emails uh this week so we're still looking we're we're looking for some more emails guys come on out y'all shoot them our way give us a little heads up and but but we did get a new review that i think zach once we did
1: new itunes review just from a couple days ago from rmw1 that's the username i don't know what that means but hey enjoy each episode part of my monday morning routine it's like dental floss for the mind cleaning out
0: the junk in my mind and gets me started on a positive note thank you (laughs) rmw1 okay so kind of going with reviews here this (laughs) is something i just reminded myself um I got to really watch my language. I guess I cuss every now and then. And I go into church on Sunday. My pastor goes, hey, I'm really liking your podcast. Uh And then he goes, you going to keep on cussing out there? And I'm like laughing. (laughs) I'm like, oh, crap. So now my pastor watches the show and likes it. So... Um, I got to make sure I'm, we're really careful, but our, our pastor is a, a fan. You know, I caught a certain something in the last segment. I can clean that up if you want. Good. Right. You might need Put a around it. Got it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, Done. It's fun. And, and our pastor is really cool. He was literally joking with me, but he's a really cool guy. You know but you but made him get his hands across though? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was one of those joking. Not really. <laughs> right. Right. It's a good time. So, yeah. We're going to carry on the money conversation. What did you ask? Right.
1: My question was because I, you know, I'm young and impressionable. I don't know a whole lot about investing. It's always one of those things the stock market I've looked at. That is like, uh, this was the point I made. I said, I almost look at it like gambling. And, and two people in the room, Heath and myself, seem to think, yeah, that's kind of true. And two people, Joel and Josh, were like, no, 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 that's not what it is. And so I figured, well, we've got a good dichotomy here. Let's talk about this for a minute. So we talked about it and then we figured, let's just get the, let's get the mics rolling and, and talk some more. So the question is, I don't know a lot about the stock market. How is it not like gambling?
0: Well, how, and, 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 under, and how is it like well, and that? Well, an understanding that everything is gambling. Everything. That's I mean, true. If you everything start, if you it. start a new business, you're you're doing – it's just what's calculated more than anything. So like when I go to the casino, if I go to the casino, um, I'm going purely for entertainment if I go. I don't go very often. It'll be if it's a group of people there. And if I take the money I take in there, I'm fully um, – uh, that money, I'm expecting okay, right? it, it all gone. You assume yep. it's gone. It's, because not it, it's, pure, it's not scared money. It's not scared money. It's purely a mm-hmm. – um, Uh, entertainment like if i bought a concert ticket right it's gone when i go to that concert same thing but the game that i play at the casino is blackjack me too because blackjack is the only game at the casino that i do have the most control out of and most knowledge most knowledge and control yep this the the slot machine you push the button you have no control none craps the dice rolls whatever it wants to you you don't have a control but but blackjack you can make your calculated if the dealer's sitting on this the odds tell you xyz it's the most now um the house still always wins, but that is the of most course. calculated. Yeah, they
1: wouldn't own a casino if they didn't.
0: Stop and everything <laughs> else when we talk about the Bitcoin <laughs> and just knowing your stuff more than anything else. Anything is a gamble. The risk of the gamble depends on the knowledge and the non-knowledge that you have is how big that risk is. Right. You know? Um, yeah, so... Me jumping in the restaurant uh, <coughs> bar business, that, that was, a, that was a, a big, big gamble because I had a lot less knowledge in it. Me buying... Um, um, Uh, Real estate property tomorrow is is almost a zero
2: gamble. Yeah, I think gamble and risk are two, or they're kind of hand in hand. What's the risk? Yeah, and if you don't understand your risk, your gamble is higher. It's a bigger, it's a bigger gamble, I would say. Sure. So I read a book. I don't know, probably ten years ago. It's why we want you to be rich. It was by Robert Kiyosaki and Donald Trump, and it wasn't about how to get rich. It was why it's important. And and people would say, hey, what's your You know, it's very risky if you went all in on one particular stock or business and they say, no, it's not because we know something that everyone else doesn't know. Right. Like we we have a level of – so they were basically selling learning whatever you want to invest in whatever you want to do for business learn learn as much as you can because that is the currency of your success sure
1: Heath gets in his car and he drives to work in the morning he'll probably make it okay puts Brian behind the wheel she's probably not going to get very far
2: exactly no, that, that risk is much higher right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. because she doesn't know something uh-huh. and so that to me that's the difference between a gamble and non-gamble so, if, if you're just throwing it out there with no level of knowledge that is a hundred percent gamble sure
0: so i will tell you this that in my opinion if you're somebody that doesn't know a whole lot about the market but let's just say you're sitting there zach and you you look up and you got some money in your savings account, right? Yeah. And your savings account is making no money at all, and you go, "Is this set me behind, right? Like, because if I just leave it in my savings account making no money, then What's inflation's going the to pass up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't know anything about the stock market. That I would not advise you to go get a fidelity account to just start trading stock <laughs> daily. No. What I no. would tell you to do is, um, well, number one, there's Tony Robbins, the Mastery of Money book. Mm-hmm. Is one of the best there Tony is. Robbins. Yes, because it comes from a complete non-biased um, part throughout the whole book. Like there's an audio book on it. Stuff you need to write it down and down the Tony Robbins uh, Mastery, Mastery of Money, Mastery of Money, um, or Money Mastery. I can't remember. It's something. If you put Tony Robbins Mastery of Money or something, um, one of the best things to do if you're just going to be general while you're trying to learn is like a Vanguard top deal. Um, it's everybody will agree. I mean, Warren Buffett says it all the time take the best, uh, quote-unquote, minds of the day, the stock traders that think they're great. And uh, he actually did this, um, and he put the same amount of money with this big mutual fund that was really great at trading stock, and he put um, the same amount of money into a just a Vanguard deal, which is a it's a, basically a portfolio made up of, of a, a group of companies. Uh, it's a lot lower fees and everything. And at the end of 10 years, these people that are trading everything and all that, the Vanguard still equated on top at the end of 10 years. Hmm. And Warren Buffett talked about, I can be the best, picker in the world but i'm still putting my money in the vanguards because at the end of the day that's the most safest and kind of the deal so a vanguard type of fund usually the least amount of fees um and over a long period of time because they have a good um and what a vanguard fund is basically you take a there's a fund that you're buying into that may have 50 companies in it and so it may have you know walmart and exxon and uh company's been around forever, sure. and so it's one of the most safest kind of calculated type of deals, and it takes the returns of all of that as an average. So you're not putting your money into just buying that American Airlines stock. Mm-hmm. You put your money into that, and so if some it's of those like companies a mutual go, fund it basically is. Yeah, that's all vanguards are. Okay. They're just low cost mutual funds. Okay, um, and they don't trade. There's not somebody sitting there trading, moving in and out. It's just based on them all. Well, wouldn't somebody say, "Well, you gotta, you gotta play big to win big," you know? The bigger they are. Right? I agree. What I'm telling you though is, is while you're trying to learn, do something safe. Yeah. Once you get more knowledge, go big. Yeah. If you know something secret about it, whatever, you know. I mean, I told uh, my father-in-law I said, "Hey, you need to buy some." You need to buy Unum stock. Unum is the company that owns Colonial Life. I go, because we're really, as a company, mm-hmm. we're ran very well. Leadership is solid. We are literally on a growth pattern that's crazy in a, in a market that is continuing to rise. More. I mean, it's, I go, you need to go buy Unum stock. Um, he bought it and he calls, and when I was at Christmas, he goes, man, he goes, it went up like $15 over the last six months since I bought it. And they're keeping on going. I go, yeah. So he bought that. But that was not a gamble. Yeah. He had intel of, look, they're, they're solid. I actually knew somebody that wasn't, that worked there. So, I mean, um, I didn't give any secret insider trader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say before before the we SEC wrap this, CEO's I should probably say I this didn't is... give any insider trader stuff because it was purely just my right. feel of I know the CEO and them are not. You personally know the culture. You I know, know the people good. are leading. They're it. good
2: people. They're good people. They're right. doing the yeah. right things yeah. by yeah. the company. Which anybody running can running it know. responsibly not taking yeah. crazy yeah. risks. Yeah. 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 This but is, this yeah. is all <laughs> advice. This is not actual insider information. is
0: legit. Yeah, nothing that not everybody already knows. That's out. Disclaimer on the video, just a running ticket. it's just that I personally, I do personally know them. That's it, because mm-hmm. um, if you buy American Airlines and you don't personally know the CEO, then you never you don't know. know. Yeah. So I would tell you that um, at the end of the day, whether it is stock market or anything else, whatever it is, you just got to know it. I mean, Josh, you, you said you've been doing the stock market for a while.
3: Yeah, since I was eighteen, the day I turned oh, wow. eighteen, I was allowed to. You to were do ready stocks. to go. Yeah, that was the day that I went out and I got myself a Roth IRA. And did a couple of hand picked companies that I already been kind of looking through, and I spent a thousand bucks. I had a thousand bucks in cash, and I could do, you know, buy, you know, Coke and, you know, go out to the jalapeno tree in East Texas. Or <laughs> yeah. I
0: waited tables at the jalapeno did you tree, say too. Buy yeah. Coke. That's where, I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. We both waited tables at Jacksonville jalapeno tree. I, th- I think so. Yes. Yeah. Really? Did, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's where you worked at, too, yep. right? I yep. did too, yes. You both waited tables the same yeah, restaurant. Yeah, that's where yeah. it is. That's. That's Chris, uh, Sutter was where Chris Suttle was our boss. You are, and look where I am, yeah. Like Chris Suttle was our <laughs> boss. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I yeah. knew there was something that we had more interaction than this is we thought about, and it was yeah. the Jalapeno Tree in Jacksonville. I was oh, 15, wow.
3: 16. Yeah, my mom brought that up. She was like, yeah, he worked the Jalapeno Tree. He's like, ah, right, yeah, he did. But anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, I went and did trip. that, and that was my first kind of interaction. And it, it did not go well, because I, I picked like a handful of companies, and none of them did you know, I did those solo com- companies, yeah. and I learned what, what Heath was saying was to go out and pick some Vanguard, pick some mutual funds, uh-huh. and that's what I do a lot. But then I have a cash account. I have a cash account that's when I see something, because I, I love to read about businesses, I love to read about companies, yeah. the ebb and flow of the market, I love to read. And so when I saw, for instance, uh, during the downturn in, in 2008, when uh, Bank of America was at two or three bucks. I said, you know what? There's no way they're not going to bail them out. Right. Uh, and it, so I know this is a good investment to get into because if they don't bail Bank of America out, we're all in trouble. We're all yeah, in Yeah. Trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then when American Airlines went to uh, what, like twenty-five cents or twenty cents a share, I knew they could go under. They could sell off their parts, mm-hmm. but they're worth more than twenty cents a share. Yeah. So I bought, and my set the the key is if you're going to do that, no, have right. a selling point. Mm-hmm. So set. I was like, I I'll be happy to get a dollar. It went to like two fifty at one point in time, but I was still fine getting you know a seventy five. you yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, well, you sure. know a three hundred percent return on my buy.
0: I was fine with that. You, you mean me tell you what my problems always been with the stock market. Hmm. Cause now you know what's interesting. I actually had I had a series six and sixty three license at one time. So I actually you know was okay. and that's a, a fi- that's where I could actually you know Trade. take your money and invest it mm-hmm. for somebody else. Um, so I knew I know a little bit about the stuff. I mean, I got rid of them a long time ago when I figured out I made a lot more money in the insurance business and it was a lot less regulated than the other crap. Um, here's my problem with the stock market. Josh, if I buy my real estate, if I buy this house for X amount of dollars and it's renting out, yep. and then all of a sudden there's a big factory that goes around town or something and and nobody's buying houses and, and real estate prices are dropping, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that. Like, I get that. I see what happened. This happened. People can't buy it. It's gone down. Um, I'm fully aware that it'll come back up probably, but I, I understand that. Like my I lost value in that home because of XYZ, I see it. Yeah. I put my money in that stock. Say I buy American Airlines, sure. $3. And it goes to a dollar. Where did that money go? Well where did that go? Tell me where that two dollars went. where did my money go? Who's got went it? In, into the value of the company. Who's got it? No one I has mean, it. Th- th- that's real money somewhere. It had to, did it just magically disappear? Okay, but like when you when you buy when you buy something when you buy, a,
3: say, a house and, uh-huh. that, and that factory moves in and your value of that house goes from forty thousand to to thirty thousand, where did that money go? It's in the house. No, I see the no, house. No, it's not, because now it's at it's at thirty. No, no, so they it could go back up. So I still have that stock. I still have those shares. Yes. So the shares I still have, you know, thirty five shares of that of that stock. But as the value decreases, that's just what people will buy. That's all it is. is what people will, will buy to have yours. That, that's the value of it.
0: But if you sold it right then, you don't get the same money you put in. But, but so somebody's got it somewhere, correct? No. Well, where? Because it's the value. It's just like the value of the house or the value yeah. of, of a car.
2: Same, same. It's just where you where you invest. But it's, you own, invest. it's what
3: it's what you can sell it for.
2: Yeah, and, and, so and I guess fluctuate.
0: it's I guess it's harder for me because it's like I can see and touch and feel the yep. house. It's Tangible.
2: You know what I mean? It's a real
0: thing. That's yeah. my problem. But the common
2: spent. thread here is. He started at 18, looking at stuff and understanding so something the, that I don't yeah, understand. Exactly, like he he educated himself. He enjoyed reading about it. He at where same as for you, you looked at Zillow. You spent time just staring at the mm-hmm. stuff, and and something you learned, something something made sense. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be crazy for him to jump into real estate. Into a huge deal. Let me buy an eighty thousand dollars house yeah. tomorrow. Just like it'd be crazy for you to dump well, eighty thousand dollars into. Well, what's hilarious like
0: is if you talk about it. His first deal, he had like a thousand dollars, and then he's playing with it, right? Right. My first house I bought was forty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, right. if, if if the market went down tomorrow, I'm I'm not going to go bankrupt over that, right? right. If he lost his thousand dollars tomorrow, he wasn't going to go. That's mm-hmm. the biggest key is you don't want to go jump off into something you don't know. There are a lot of ways out there that you can do some very educated guessing it, but you have to stop educating yourself. In today's world, everybody thinks it's institutional education. You get out of your college and then you're done learning. That's BS. The real education is a lifetime of educating. You need to be a lifetime educate. You need to learn for a lifetime, um, yep. nonstop of it. And see, I was the one who never learned in school because I hated school, but I've learned since then. Um, and, you know, stuff, the Tony Robbins, the money Mastery of Money or something, um, I think it's Mastery of Money. You need to listen to the, that audio. If you listen to the audio book or you, or you read the book, I promise you, it's some really good stuff in it. And I hope some of you take some more educated um, um, risk um, out there to start investing, growing um, your money in that way. Or, um, you know what, cash is king right now, too. Keep it and hold it because something's going to go and and maybe you have your cash around. But, Joel, where where can they find you?
2: They can find me on Instagram, JT Dream Chaser, Uh, Twitter, at Joel Toigo, that's T-O-I-G-O. T and Tom G and Goober. you can call me whatever you want, but Goober. that's where you can find me.
0: He said Goober. <laughs> My pastor's listening, Joel. <laughs> come on now. Thanks for um, thanks for coming on, man. It was great to have here. you. It's you have to come on in uh, again on another time, man. Yeah, And will. he folks are at Ignorance on Fire. You can look me up. I love y'all and uh, leave us a rate and review. Come on now. Yeah, send us an email. Tell us what you thought of Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh goodness, oh, yeah. yeah. Let us oh, know. Goodness. yeah. <laughs> here we go. See y'all guys next time.
2: <laughs> Bye y'all.